no. something, and then you'd be like, "You can say whatever." My mom you listens like. to this, and my mom idea. doesn't listen to this. My mom doesn't know how podcasts work. Oh, okay. Does I she also, know how YouTube works? Uh, I don't know if she understands how YouTube works, but she watches Bon Jovi music videos on YouTube. That rips. Bon Jovi's her favorite band in the entire world. The only thing every everyone in our family got her for Christmas this year was Bon Jovi merch. Wow. <laughs> bon Jovi. Um, I if you if anyone wants to follow her on Pinterest, she only posts pictures of John Bon Jovi. That is literally <sighs> it. When Are you I, serious? I'm being serious. When I get on Pinterest every day. Wow. I'll go to my, like, notifications, it's like, this person, like, posted whatever, and then it'll go, Aaron Music, and then it'll be, like, 35 pictures of John Bon Jovi from various that's, points in his that's career. That's gonna be me with typo negative. Yeah, I'm, I am I'm sure already in a Facebook group for it, <laughs> with a bunch of middle-aged people, and it rocks. What do you talk about? What do you think? Typo negative. Okay, but, <laughs> what, like... Do you, are you like Peter Steele is the hottest man? I tried to, to post the nudes in there once as a just you know to be funny, but Facebook blocked it. Are there Peter Steele nudes? Yeah, did you not know that? No, I didn't. He did know a, that. a shoot with Playgirl. Really? Yeah, in like ninety five or ninety six. Yeah, he did it. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look that up because he is a beautiful man. And he has a beautiful hog. It's <laughs> massive. That dude is. Hung. He said he wouldn't do it unless he was like, you know, hanging brain. Well, rock, rocking a stiffy. You know, <laughs> he said he didn't want to do it flaccid, and they were like, "Are you sure?" Apparently, he's this allegedly. He said, "As long as they keep their end up, he'll keep his end up." So, pretty cool. <laughs> so sick. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. He is the coolest man that has probably ever walked to the earth. Probably, absolutely. Let's get after it. Hey everyone, welcome to the A Few of My Favorite Things podcast. I'm your host, Macy, and this week I'm sitting down with my, my good friend, Nick Giosa. Hello. Nick, say, say even more hellos to the audience. Hello, audience. Thank you, Macy, for having me on your cool show. I'm very honored that do you I wanna, get to be, be on it. Do you want to say anything about yourself? Do you want to tell the people who you are, what you do? Uh... I don't really have much to say or to offer. I live in Nashville. That's how I know Macy. 21. <laughs> I pretend to be good at things. Uh, <laughs> I make myself sound like an asshole most of the time. I don't that know is what. true. That yeah, is... I don't know. You can be silent the rest of the podcast. Usually I'm really good at talking Just, the whole uh, 45 time. 45 minutes of silence mm-hmm. and then you breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. This is actually the ASMR episode. I didn't Oof. tell you. <laughs> I, I bought a microphone, um, and we're just, we're really gonna dig into it today. I wish I had a voice changer. You know how they have, like, those, the little, like, megaphones? <laughs> yeah. Where you can change it to, like, robot, to, like, robot. alien. <laughs> or, like, fart noise. Or, yeah, and I mm-hmm. would just talk through that the whole time. Um, okay, we're gonna cut this, we're gonna stop it, we're gonna go to Walmart, we're gonna get a voice changer, and then we're gonna start recording again. I would love that. Are you I would cool love with that. that, yeah. Do you have time? Can we just... I don't think Walmart's open anymore. I think they, they started closing, but... Well, they might be open. I don't know. But, okay, I'll do a quick... If I order from Amazon right now, they'll probably get here within an hour, right? Uh, Isn't that how Prime works? 
Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong, actually. It'll probably yeah. be in 45 to 50 minutes. Oh, so sick. We would run out of time, though, unfortunately. Damn. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. All right. Well, how are you doing today, Nick? I'm alive, <laughs> rocking and rolling. What did you do today? Um, not, not anything worth mentioning or too uh, thought-provoking. Okay, cool. So. Nice. Well, let's just get, get after this. Cool. Let's really, let's really do what we're here to do today. We're going to get serious. Are you ready to get serious? I'm always ready to get serious. <laughs> I've never stopped. You are the most serious person I've ever met in my entire life, so. Okay, don't, don't <laughs> fuck with me. <laughs> okay, but serious, in all seriousness, I am very excited to have you on the podcast today because some of the things that I love the most in the world, I wouldn't love as much probably if I hadn't become friends with you. Oh, well, so, thank you. That means a lot. That, that makes me you're glad welcome. to hear. <laughs> like, uh, definitely, I mean, I've always liked horror, but it wasn't until I uh, became good friends with you and Cole mm -hmm. that I, like, really dove into it. Yes. Um, you are one of the people that helped me realize that I like seeing blood on screen a lot more than I thought I did. Love it. Um, you were like... Macy, don't be a little baby. Watch it. And did I, I say like, that verbatim? No. Oh, okay. I wish you would have. I probably would have given in a lot sooner. Yeah. So maybe. keep that in mind for the next person that you're like trying to get to watch some yeah. heinous Sometimes stuff, I just traumatize people. I've had that mm -hmm. happen where people just end up like not ever wanting to watch movies with me again. Well, um, it hasn't happened to me yet, at least. I'll let you yeah. know. No, I think you're. <laughs> I'm one of the good ones. Yeah, you're, you're a good one, and you've. Um, You've built it up slowly. You didn't just dive headfirst into the worst of the worst. You, you know, I paced yourself quite nicely. I, I definitely eased in. And there's even still a couple movies that I'm nervous about we'll, watching. We'll get to them. But I do want to watch them. It's not like I'm going to like make myself watch anything. It's definitely stuff that I want to see. Um, but yeah. So anyways, I'm very happy to have you on today. Um, is this your first podcast you've ever been on? Yes, I've never so been on a podcast. So this is the exclusive interview with exclusive. Nick Giosa. I've, I've, done a, I've been on a radio show, too, before, but I, I don't think that counts, right? I think that's a lot cooler than being on a podcast, honestly. Oh, well, so, no, because I wasn't friends with any of those people. That's not true. So, if but. anything, that is definitely cooler <laughs> because you were on purely because they wanted to talk to you. Not just like, not I want not to talk cooler. to you, but also you're my homie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it's true. a lot cooler that you were on a radio show for this sure. This is true. This is true. What are you drinking today, Nick? Uh, this is just tea. This is fruit tea with honey in it. What kind of fruit tea? Um... I believe this is wild berry. Okay. Or mixed berry. Is it good? It is. Okay. I'm a big tea drinker. Do you have like a discount code for anyone that they can use? Do you get commission? Mm -mm. Nothing like that? No, I don't have any discount codes. Oh, I'm okay. trying to get sponsored by Sprite, though. 
Can I say that? Can yeah. I say brand names on this podcast? Yes. Okay. You definitely can. But I'd like to get sponsored by Sprite or Red Bull. Red maybe, Bull would be cool. Maybe I can get in contact, because I'm very popular in the podcasting world, obviously, and so maybe I can get in contact with their PR team, and I can get you, like, that would be awesome. some stuff. What is one of your favorite things? Well, okay, let's not jump the gun. It's not, like, all-time <laughs> favorite. But I like. I it said a lot. one of, and one of. Yeah, but I don't want this to go down in history. And like, if someone hears this twenty years from now, and then they come up to me and they're like, "Hey, I heard this is one of your favorite things." It might not be anymore. Okay. Just say this is something that I'm very fond of. Okay. Would like, you say that you're passionate about it? Mm. <laughs> mm. Maybe in secret, yeah. Okay. But I'm too afraid that. If I were to say I'm passionate about it, people would make fun of me. So. Is this your, like, coming out episode? Like, <laughs> No. No, not, not at all. Um, I would like, though, if someone came on here and, like, revealed a big thing to you. And then you had to, like, pause it and stop. Um, Do, I, I, would, I would love, I would absolutely love for someone to do that on here. Uh-huh. So, for everyone listening, if I ever have you on... Be ready to reveal a big secret. A deep, dark secret. Drop a bomb, okay? I need the good content. The good content. Good um, content. But one of my favorite things right now is we would have segued nicely if um, if I had taken the, the chance when we were talking about movies, but it is Greg Araki's The Doom Generation. That was one of the things that I uh, guessed you might talk about. Really? I had, like, a little list. I always have, like, a little list of things that, like, okay, maybe they might talk about this. Um, and I tried to guess what it might be, um, but I thought maybe you'd talk about, like, I mean, an um, artist. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we already talked a little bit about typo negative, but I was like, okay, maybe typo negative. Yes. That might be something we talk about. I, Pantera. Both of those very good guesses. And I easily could. We could change it right now, but... No, because we got to keep the options open for if I need you on for a second, third, second, or third. a 50 se- second episode. Okay, cool. COVID times are rough, okay? It's they very are. hard it's to, <laughs> to, to widen my like branch of connections right now, okay? Those are good guesses, though. Okay. I, mean, I like that. Um, and, yeah, I also had a couple movies in mind that you might which talk were, about. What were the other ones, can I ask? Uh, so, Doom Generation, um, isn't, so, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of your, like, favorite movies, Um, right? So, I, I had that in the back of my mind. Um, I think there was another movie, but now I don't even remember, Mm -hmm. uh, what it was. Yeah. But, okay, Doom Generation. Doom Generation, yes. It is one of, one of the movies I, I feel like you were probably talking about. Just a second ago, when you said you, you got introduced to a lot of things through Cole and I. Yes. Um, and that's, yeah, one of the, like, more on the, the fucked up side of movies. It's not very conventional. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, yeah I, mean, it's, I think it's, like, a perfect 90s movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, this this conversation, I think, could easily slide into... Um, the like '90s nostalgia mm-hmm. episode you did um, recently, 
and just because it's so interconnected with everything and in the the soundtrack is filled with 90s bands and mm-hmm. it has cameos and you know pretty big stars from I wouldn't say big stars but stars who were um, who had a uh, an image a big image in the in the 90s absolutely I always forget um, that main actress's name Rose McGowan Rose it's it's McGowan 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 I have always said McGowan I mean maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong I don't know I'm pretty stupid so no I trust that you would know more than me that is how it's spelled but also I'm not very good at reading so (laughs) maybe I'm making it up in my head okay I also um I will say also on my list of things Nick Giosa may talk about on the podcast as their favorite things I also had Rose McGowan. I do love Because I was like, I'm pretty sure that's his favorite actress. She's up there, for sure. So I was like, he could yeah. take a whole episode just talking about... I definitely think I could. Um, well, I am a big fan of her. Yeah, which also, like, not to, like, veer off, we'll definitely, like, come back, but, like, another reason why um, I definitely wanted to make sure that I had you on the podcast pretty early on is because you're also one of those people that I have in my life that I know can, like, you, you like, really deep dive into anything you're, like, into at the moment, you know? Like, if there's a new album out you like, you are listening to it yeah. 24-7. You are, like, looking up the lyrics. You are, you know, like... Yeah. And with movies, like, I remember when we watched um, Under the Silver Lake. Yeah. And for, I mean, you still might be obsessed with it. I don't know. But I know for a solid, like, yeah. month, it was, like, every day, like, look at this thing I found. I was looking at YouTube videos. Yeah, I mean, it's there's so much information on the internet, too, about those types of things. And, um, you know, you can branch off with so many different different things, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that movie is awesome. I have to keep myself from getting too into that movie there's some things like that where i have to like stop myself Mm -hmm. from doing too much of a deep dive um and i know yeah you are you're very similar in the way of you become borderline obsessive about certain things and um i know like shelby is too Mm -hmm. with other things and you guys talked about that um and yeah i mean i'm always looking for like those kinds of connections to between the things that I like. Um, and with the Doom generation, I think it's just scattered with, mm-hmm. with those types of things. And, um, you know, the, the DVD menu, if you watch it on DVD is, um, it just replays heresy by nine inch nails, which is you know one of my favorite bands. And it's from mm-hmm. one of my favorite records of all time. And, um, the, the movie also was, like, often compared to Natural Born Killers, which is mm-hmm. another one of my favorites. That was, I think, the other movie that yeah. I was thinking of that you might... Yeah, I mean, they're really similar mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, but I think the comparisons are, like, a little unfair because they are totally two different like, things. I but... was going to say, like, I definitely see where you could, you know, like, yeah. find... Uh, the similarities, but also, yeah, they are, like, yeah. pretty completely different 
um, movies. So, uh, okay, so when was, like, the first time you watched? Or... First time I watched The Doom Generation, I think. It was not that long ago. I think it was, um... Maybe December of 2019. November. It was pretty recently. Um, Damn, okay. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think I'd ever heard of it. So the director, Greg Araki, I had seen one of his more recent films uh, called Mysterious Skin, mm-hmm. which is based on a book of the mm-hmm. same name. And I saw that movie in high school, and it just like had a really big effect on me. And the way I watch movies... Um, and I didn't really ever look into what else that director had did. And then when I found out about Doom Generation, which my friend Cole showed me, we watched together, um, you know, I ended up doing some research, and, you know, I mean, that not that that took research to find out, but, um, yeah, that he had done done that, and then James Duvall, who is one of the, the lead characters in the movie, or lead actors in the movie, was also in Donnie Darko, which was, like, oh. my favorite movie. Yeah. See, I've only seen um, Doom Generation once. That, mm-hmm. like, one time. I think, yeah, I watched it with yeah, you. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah. Um, and so, I remember, like, kind of, like, overall things that happen and, like, sp- like specific scenes. Um, but there's, like, a lot of stuff in it that I, like, don't remember yeah. quite as clearly. Um, so, like, as you're talking, I'm, like, re-piecing it together. Yeah. Maybe, I'm like, oh, maybe yeah. I should have tricked you into watching it before we we did this. But we I could've. feel like it would have given it away. <laughs> like, hey, I think we should really watch you this You should movie. really... You not, need to re-watch not for any Not for any particular reason. <laughs> no, after, though. I do definitely, definitely want to re-watch it, for sure. It's, very soon. Yeah, worth re-watching. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, how you were saying, um, you, like, hadn't heard of it before until mm-hmm. you like really looked into that director i yeah like i had never heard of it before um i've never i had never heard of any of his movies before um i also watched mysterious skin for the first time in the past like nine months mm-hmm. during uh the pandemic um which is yeah fantastic movie um but also like like directorially it's like a very different movie Oh yeah, like the styles are I, the wild, styles are completely different. different. I never would have guessed, like, unless I knew going into it, I never would have guessed that the same director did both of those movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um. Okay. So you talked a little bit about uh one of the things that like appeals to you about uh Doom Generation is is it the Doom Generation? Yeah, the, the Doom Generation. The, the Doom, Doom Generation. generation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you kind of talked like touched on like the 90s nostalgia and stuff like that and i'm guessing you know a little bit more about this um but what is like interesting to me about it well i guess first of all uh before we get like any more deeper in this would you like to give kind of like a quick synopsis of the movie yeah i probably should have done that (laughs) people are like what the fuck is this stupid movie talking about yeah synopsis um so, Rose McGowan, who I guess people would know from, what, maybe Scream? I was going to say Scream, Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. 
So main character in Jawbreaker, the best friend in Scream. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. She's in uh, she's in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of anything else. But now. yeah, not not a huge career. She dated Marilyn Manson for a while. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Rose McGowan and her boyfriend in the movie. James Duvall, who's played by James Duvall. Um, They're just like two pessimistic teenagers and they leave a show and they end up meeting this guy called X who is being jumped by a gang um, out in the parking lot after this show. The gang is actually played by the band Skinny Puppy. I've never, I don't know. They're just like an industrial... Um, band from like 80s and 90s. They're oh, really cool. sick. They're from Vancouver. Um, they rock. But they end up giving the guy who was getting jumped X, they give him a ride and then they make another stop and this new character X kills a couple people and they end up on the run basically from the law um and uh that's about that's about it i mean the rest of it is just sprinkled with you keep talking i have to feed my cat or he's gonna with other stuff (laughs) Um, (laughs) you're doing great um yeah there's rose mcgowan's character runs into all these people who think they know her um, but they don't really know her, and there's um, a lot of violence and sex and uh, voyeuristic uh, tendencies. A lot of the characters watch each other. It's pretty weird, but cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't have to talk this long by myself usually. I'm waiting for Macy to okay, I'm back. not be feeding her cat. Um, that's basically the plot. Yeah, I think that sounded great, and it. The movie. I needed that synopsis as well. I because, um. Yeah, I always think of the that first like scene. Um, is it in like a or not first scene, but that um, in like a gas station or a like convenience it's like store. A, it's like a quickie mark. Yeah. Mart type. <laughs> quickie mart. Quickie mart. Type um, style. Yeah, it's like K W I K. E. Yeah. Quick E. Quick E. Mart. Mart. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's like the only scene I can ever picture in my head. Yeah. And they uh they go in to buy like some snacks and stuff and the guy rings it up and it's six dollars and sixty six cents. Mm-hmm. Everything in the movie, everything they buy ends up being that price. Too, yeah. Which is cool. But... Yeah. Okay, so going back to what I was going to bring up, but then I, I realized yeah. no one listening to this probably had any had idea what movie. we were talking yeah, about. That's the movie. It's You probably won't ever watch it. Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, I'd give it like 50-50 from Unless, my, from my I audience. Know. I think your mom, if your mom listens to this, she might look it up. My mom would probably look it up and then she would throw out the computer. <laughs> um, Cleanse it with Bond. Yes. <laughs> um... Okay, so um, it's titled The Doom Generation, and then we brought up the 90s nostalgia, um, the teen characters, 
um, this whole idea of, like, Rose McGowan's character, how, like, people keep saying that they recognize her, yeah. but, like, no one knows her, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least that's what's, like, implied the whole time. Yeah. Um, and so I am always interested in, like, subtext and stuff like that in movies or any media I'm consuming um, and whatever kind of, like, criticism I can see mm-hmm. within it that is meant by, like, the writer, the director, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm guessing that you've probably, like, you either have your own opinions on it or have, like, seen interviews or whatever, but, like, do you... So, like, what is the Doom generation, then? Like, is it that the generation of, like, teens that are in the movie? Um, I mean, that's a... It's not really a question I ever thought about, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, like, basically that the doom generation is like the the disenfranchised and uh nihilistic and angry um youth that in Mm -hmm. like that phase of life that we all go through and we're all pissed off and angsty and um and feel alone and i think that's like where the title comes from Mm -hmm. they're on the run and they kind of just go on a road trip in the movie to escape Mm-hmm. the law um and i think every teenager has probably dreamt of just like running away with their significant other or with a friend and like sleeping in their car and uh getting into fucked up shit mm-hmm. yeah so that's probably where i think the the title comes from and um and a lot of it has to do with uh american youth and, and the characters last names are red white and blue so it's amy blue oh jordan white and then xavier red x red yeah see i, I do not part. remember details like that at mm. all that's really cool yeah damn now i really you should have made me rewatch yeah, this before maybe I we started in the end of the movie there's a pretty intense scene um where one of the main characters dies spoiler alert i mm-hmm. guess and it plays the national anthem during this oh, yeah. this scene where one of the characters dies and something else happens to uh, one of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Damn, so. okay. So what else about it? Um, I mean, obviously, like, relatability and the, like, 90s nostalgia and stuff. But, like, like, what else about this movie makes you so, like... I don't know. I wouldn't use like obsessed with it. Yeah, you know? I mean, but if maybe you were to say bit, that, I like, wouldn't correct you. Yeah, like, yeah. What intrigued by, obsessed with? Um, yeah. Especially yeah, since you like watched it so recently. Yeah. You know. I think there's a lot of just interesting things surrounding that movie as well. The more I looked into it, I know um, it was based on like a, a comic, too, oh. like a um, a comic strip, not like a comic book. Um, and I don't really know why the director chose to use the characters' names, but it's based on a comic strip called Amy and Jordan. Um, just And they're just, like, two, a couple, and they get into, like, sticky situations, basically. Mm-hmm. And it, it premiered in, a, in, like, an underground magazine called Raw in New York in the late 80s. So I think, I think that's really interesting, but... Yeah. Um, Besides that, I mean, one of the things that I, I was really surprised by and also just made me, like, 
even more intrigued and appreciate Rose McGowan's character and acting more is that I found out her her boyfriend uh, five weeks prior to filming was killed. Oh. He was stabbed to death. He was like a club owner and just was stabbed to death. So that, she said, really influenced her character and the um, just kind of like the nihilistic attitude that she had. And I know the director... Gregoraki was he was very against ad living, mm-hmm. so she she didn't at all really insert herself or use any of her own experiences or like um, vernacular. Like Gregoraki is very strict mm-hmm. on sticking to the script because he's created like such a um, he's meticulously created such uh, in a certain type of world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's super interesting. Um, th- I mean, there's all sorts of things. I, I also am, like you and Shelby, am very into, like, tr- true crime mm-hmm. or whatever and had, had done a pretty deep dive on on the Columbine massacre recently. I mean, I say recently. I've been looking into that since I was, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. And I'm 21 now, so... But I know that one of them had made a shopping list to go and pick up the soundtrack for the Doom Generation. Oh, Which I yeah. thought was really interesting. And also for the soundtrack for the movie Nowhere, which is the um, the next movie Greg Rocky did. Just just finding those kinds of connections yeah. is, is always interesting to me. And it always kind of furthers me or pushes me to go further down like that rabbit hole of, of obsession. Yeah. Um, or research or whatever. Yeah. Well, especially when, the, yeah, like, the two different things that you're already into mm-hmm. connect, connect to and... each other. Like, that's crazy. I, I, I remember you told me that, and I completely forgot yeah. about that. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's very cool. And, um, yeah, I mean, I already, it's probably not that, it's probably cooler to me. But when I tell people that, um, I'll probably regret it because I'm already compared to this one of the Columbine killers on like a regular basis. People tell me that I act or remind them of a Columbine killer, so that's great. But um, I guess very on brand, as they say, for me, um, sharing a lot of like attributes with a mass murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a little something to keep in your back pocket, you know? Yeah. Keep on your resume. Yeah. You um, know, good for interviews. But another reason why I think I connect with, maybe I do connect with that movie or, or resonate with it so much is that, like, I just never grew out of my angst yeah. state of, yeah. of mind. And, you know, I'm still just as pissed off and yeah. annoyed and leave well, me alone, <laughs> mom, you know, like as I was when I was 14. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I would definitely kind of agree with that in, like, the same way like, for myself, because um, I do notice, like, some movies, movies that, like, aren't quite as intense as, like, Doom Generation, but, like, still that same, like, you know, kind of the the themes and some of the stuff that happens in it, um, I'll, like, watch with other friends of mine, and they're just like, I thought the movie was fine, but I just, I just don't understand why, like, the characters did that, like, I would never yeah. do that. And whereas, like, like when I watch Doom Generation, like, the stuff that they do, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, yeah. 
why? Yeah, just like run away. Yeah, just like shoot him. Like, yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> you know, I do. I like that. I think that's a line. And um, I'm paraphrasing, but there's a line in Natural Born Killers where, uh-huh. where the reporter says something, and and Woody Harrelson's character says, "You say why, and I say why bother." Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. See. Okay. Well, you showed up here with a notebook with notes in it. I did, but it was just to kind of, like, remind myself and keep track of, of what I was talking about. Um, I've touched bases on, on some of the things I've, I've written down in there, and it was, uh, it was more just to give me, like, um, guidelines. Okay. Uh, well, is there any, like, what else? Yeah, there's a ton of, yeah. ton of things, I think. I know, so, uh, you know who Roger Ebert is, right? I know the name, but the, I can't. He's, like, very famous for reviewing movies. Um, oh yeah okay he famously gave doom generation uh zero stars oh really yeah i don't i think that might be the only movie he's done that too really for as well um yeah so he gave it zero stars and said he he didn't like the attitude of the movie (laughs) um okay which is such like a like a boomer thing to say yes (laughs) that's so like ridiculous and like old testament sounding but uh yeah gregor rocky had talked about in an interview that um it sounded like roger ebert had been pissed on in high school and then was like taking it out on this movie (laughs) when he watched it um he was like mad because these kids were saying they were cool but he didn't think they were cool yeah um so he wanted to bash them uh (laughs) And I know, like, multiple people walked out of viewings for that movie. Uh, that is crazy yeah. to me. Like, I have seen some incredibly shitty movies. Oh, yeah. I've seen some terrible movies. And You ought to get Nate on here. He'll talk to you about bad movies. I definitely that will. That guy makes me watch more bad movies than anyone else in my life. He's on my list of people to have on here, so... Please do it. I'll get him. If he is willing to hang out with me, um, then... Yeah. We will get an episode out for sure. Yeah, maybe. He's a busy guy. <laughs> you should try, but... I know. I'm on his wait list. Okay. I'm not. I know you're not. Yeah. You're... T- <laughs> he hears from you I'm, and he I made drops the list. everything. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I know. You're the person I have to call when yeah, I want to hang out If you want to hang Nate. out with Nate, you, you got to <laughs> talk to me first. I'll let you know. So, I'll get in touch with him and see, see if he wants to be on the show sometime soon and, you know. Maybe you'll hear from me in a couple months. I'd really like, I, I would really appreciate that if you can put a good good word in. But, you know. uh, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people would consider the Doom Generation a bad movie, I mm. think. Uh, and I don't I know. understand why. I feel like I would just put it in that category of like, it's definitely not for everyone. Mm. I will say that. It's, it's something that like, I have plenty of friends I would not recommend that they would watch. Yeah. You know, like I just... Because, not that I think they would, like, hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I don't think I have anyone in my life that would walk out of the theater <laughs> if, after if, seeing yeah. it. Or, bef- like, before it's over or anything. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I wouldn't say it's for everyone. It's definitely kind of, like, more of a cult movie. Um, but, like, I see it as just, like, it's in the same realm of movies as, like, Rocky Horror for me, which, like, you might be mad at me for making that comparison. No. But, like, 
it's in that same realm of like, like cult classics cult and, classics like yeah. rocky horror is not for everyone but it's not like a bad movie i don't think it's a yeah. bad movie i think it's just fun it's ridiculous over the top and very over the top yeah. um it caters to a very niche crowd yeah like, which is not so niche anymore because it's like grown in popularity but absolutely and i yeah i definitely i mean i'm guessing doom generation has a pretty like large following just like underground kind yeah, of following but think, maybe not because i think I, it does but it's not as big as i even would have hoped yeah well cuz yeah like i even most most of the time and especially like we i brought up horror earlier there's a lot of movies i had never heard of before mm -hmm. and then i hear about it once and then i see it everywhere yeah and that's how it is with most, um, also, like, kind of, like, cult classic movies. Yeah. It's, you never hear about it. Once you do, yeah. you see it everywhere. Yeah, in hindsight, it's, like, everywhere. Yeah. Or you at least bring it up to, like, one of your friends. And they're like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Like, whatever. But even still, like, Doom Generation, I think I have only heard yeah. you and Cole talk about it. I haven't seen it. I, I, have, I have seen screenshots of it on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is like, it's a, very quotable. It is very quotable and it's a very like stylized movie. Oh, very like, much so. Yeah. The wardrobe, the setting, everything is awesome. It's yeah. awesome. Like it's it really is. great. Great. Great for your like, like little scrapbook dream journal, you yeah. know, if you it's, want some cool it's a big it. movie on Tumblr. Like a lot of screen. Graphs. I haven't even seen anything on Tumblr. About really? It. That's why I was like, this is crazy that I still, ha like, haven't yeah. seen at least, like, a picture of it. I mean, it, I, it's not as big as, like, you know, Heathers or something yeah. like that. Like, there's some movies that you're required to see before you sign up for Tumblr. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, there's, like, a there's a, a few things on there. Mostly it's, like, people obsessing over Rose McGowan. Oh, yeah. So. Absolutely. She's hot as fuck in that movie. Yeah, she looks she looks very very good. Yeah, so are the two other main characters. They're all really kind of annoying though. That's one thing I like notice every time I watch is like I love the characters, but I also am so annoyed with them. Yeah, they're all really stupid. Well, I also think part of that is I mean you did bring up the um like how like Greg what's his name Greg Araki Araki yeah Greg Araki. He is very meticulous about his, mm -hmm. like, writing his yeah. script and stuff. And so I'm sure then I would have to say, like, that's on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's a movie about teens doing ridiculous things. Yeah. And, like, in their heads, everything is the most dramatic and, oh, like, important thing in the world. Yeah. And so, I mean... I know. I still think everything is the most important thing yeah. in the world, so I can't imagine how I was when I was what? How how old are they in the movie? Like eighteen? I don't I don't know how old they're supposed to be really, but they're just supposed to be like, you know Teens. Teens, basically, yeah. young adults, whatever. Um, yeah. And so yeah, like I think if anything that's more like realistic that you have yeah. these like annoying teenagers that are somehow getting themselves in these, like, very adult situations. Yeah. Just don't know how to handle it, but, but shrug it off. Are. They're or, like, whatever. Yeah. 
make it a huge deal. I think nihilistic is like a, a good word to describe the movie, but I don't think the characters are necessarily uh-uh. nihilistic. Yeah. Um, I think the movie has a, like a bleak overall feel. It's very like apocalyptic. It's very apocalyptic. Um, but it's not as nihilistic as a movie like Natural Born Killers, I don't mm-hmm. think, or um, Lost Highway, maybe, or mm-hmm. Eraserhead or something like by David Lynch. Because I, I think it does kind of have its uh, its upper notes, and it, it ends on an, on an up note. So I was going to say, I like, like I said, I've only seen it one time, but I don't remember it, yeah, like feeling like as like bleak yeah bleak is a very good word yeah like i i think the like energy of the movie isn't you can like tell when you're watching it like it looks otherworldly yeah apocalyptic but like it doesn't feel like it's the end of the world absolutely and i think like the characters like do a really good job of moving that too you know like part of their charm of not caring about what they're doing and just moving on into like the next scene. Yeah. Uh really helps that, I oh, think for sure. Definitely. Um and makes it fun. Yeah. It's a sure. it's a very fun movie. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun movie and it's like you said it's very stylized. It's got a, a very recognizable look mm-hmm. and feel to it. And the soundtrack like I've mentioned like three other times is very signature too and and uh, Greg Araki used a lot of the same bands. He uses like a lot of Nine Inch Nails and Skinny Puppy and Slow Dive, mm-hmm. um, which is all just super cool and all all shit I love and eat up. So mm-hmm. um, again, because I've like never grown out of my teen angst phase, um, and you never should. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. I don't know. I feel like it's gonna get me in trouble one of these days. Fingers crossed. It probably already has. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> I probably annoy, like, everyone I talk to by talking about, like, stupid, angsty things. But, yeah, and, I mean, with the the apocalyptic feel of the movie, I know they, like, they uh, they purposefully shot in, like, underdeveloped areas oh, of really? L.A. Yeah, and um, so I think shooting for the film began on um, the 16th of January in 94. And on the 17th was the Northridge earthquake that happened, which was oh. a really big earthquake in, in California. And so it just, like, wrecked a lot of stuff. And and uh, I, I don't know exactly if they didn't film that day or if it interrupted filming, um, but it definitely, like, had an effect on the, on the movie and on um, the set. And it, I think after that it was kind of joked about that the movie was cursed. Mm-hmm. Um which is another thing that that heightens my interest in the in the movie because a lot of other movies I like, some of my favorites are also dubbed cursed movies like uh, the Crow or I was The just Exorcist. Say the Crow. That's always the first movie I think of when I hear about cursed yeah. movies. Yeah, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. You've seen it, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so good. Um, and also that you know another movie with a great soundtrack, soundtrack. 90s it's soundtrack so good. of helmet and uh Mm -hmm. nine inch nails and all that that awesome stuff yeah yeah go go watch doom generation everyone stop this right now go watch doom generation yeah and then re-listen to this episode yeah and then 
and then look it up online and then and then I will give uh, everyone Nick's personal cell phone number and you can call him yeah and with with all your questions and comments yeah text me call me and ask uh, I'm trying to be a film bro in 2021 i want to be a film bro so. i think you i think you're on the right path for it <laughs> no, i don't want to be a film bro maybe that's what, what a film bro would say though no i think a film bro would be like you can follow me on letterboxd yeah. oh and... <laughs> god no i mean i know i don't have a good taste in movies so i think you have great taste in movies like you're mm- always the person uh that whenever i find a new movie I always come to you, and 99% of the time, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw that when I was, like, 12. Oh, my God. I hope I don't <laughs> like, okay. respond like that too often, but it's, yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I watch some good movies, but... Yeah. And you watch so many movies. I do. Which is great, because it, like, once again, if I Yeah, I fill up my head with useless information. It's so great. <laughs> it's really good I and really healthy for you. I really benefit from it. Sorry, yeah. what were you saying? Well, I was going to say just that, like, if it weren't for the fact that we became friends, I probably, I, I've always loved movies, but, like, I watch so many more now than I did before. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. That makes me glad to hear. And I, my just, like, horizons are so much wider about the types of movies that I want to watch now. And not even that, like, I'm watching anything that... I, like, didn't like in the past. Mm-hmm. It's more just, like, I didn't know that I would like this. Yeah. Like, I th- I thought there's no way I would like this. And, like, now some of my favorite movies are that's, movies. That's awesome. A year ago I wouldn't have watched. Um, and that's all thanks to you. Well, I'm glad. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. And thank you, too. That's what I hope to do when I text people about movies that uh, that most of the time they disregard. But, you know, sometimes... Sometimes I'm I, always here. Yeah. I'm like, all right, talk to you in an hour and a half. Um, Let me watch this real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. All right, well, is there anything else about the movie that you want to talk about? The last thing, uh, the closing scene. The two characters are, are driving in the car. Um, Rose McGowan's got her sunglasses on, and it starts playing Blue Sky and Clear by Slow Dive. That is probably one of my like top three favorite songs of all time. Oh, really? And I wouldn't have known about it if it weren't for that movie because I didn't really listen to that slow dive record that much because mm-hmm. um, it's definitely more like experimental. Yeah. Um, I believe the record's called Pig Million. Um, so listen to that song or don't. It's one of my favorites, though. I think it rocks. And, uh, <laughs> It's a very, um, uh, I just think it's like a perfect ending to a movie. It just feels so right. And Mm -hmm. um, the shots are awesome. And it's after just a really fucked up scene, too. Um, So, that's yeah, I mean, that's all I've got. Cool. That's all I've got on the Doom generation. Cool. Well, now I'm, like, even more excited to rewatch it. I, like, need to look it up. I'm always on, that's one of those movies that's on my list of, like, I'm always on the lookout for it, but I know it's one of those movies that I'm going to have to just, like, order it. Like, it's I'm not going to find it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I've heard. It's but, a pain like, in the ass to find. Yeah. I've never found it in a store. I've only seen it online. Okay. 
So I'll have to just look it up and yeah. get it. And the I will agree, the soundtrack I remember is incredible. Um, so, do you have it on CD? I do. I have the soundtrack, and okay. I have the movie on VHS. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did we watch it on VHS when we watched it? No. Cole has a copy on DVD, and okay. that's what we watched. Everyone listening, I'm officially looking out for it, so you can if you send see it, it to me. Yeah. If you see it in your local Goodwill, you can buy it and send it to me. Yes. Because I would love to have it. Um, but that's like a great spot to end on then. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug before we go? Anything you'd like to shout out? Um, I, don't, I don't think so. Is there <laughs> anything I should? I mean... I've been name dropped on the podcast. You, you came to my show at Betty's. My yes. band is called Blemish. You listen to us on Spotify. Cole, my best friend's in it. He's about to drop a drop a EP mm-hmm. for uh, ninety nine candles. So listen to that. A lot of great music. It's, yeah, knock mm-hmm. your socks off. I've so. uh, I've heard three of the songs off that yeah, EP. Yeah, it kicks ass, with, and it's so good. It's I'm awesome. so excited for it's it. Awesome. So plug that. Yeah. Cool. That's all I've got. Awesome. Well, thanks for having or. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being yeah, on thank you for having me i'm glad i got to be on your show macy yeah and um i'm definitely probably gonna have to have you on for like at least three more episodes probably so get get ready i'll uh get another notebook okay. ready as full of stuff full of information to bore people with no this is definitely the most exciting episode that i've done so far so good That's job great. That's good great. job Alright, say bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> As usual, I want to give a big thank you to Shelby Robinson, who did the artwork, and Nick Stoiku, who did the intro and outro music that you're listening to. All their links are going to be in the description. And most importantly, thank you for actually listening to this podcast. And be sure to check back next week for a new episode. See ya!